That Force Radio. That Force Radio is rated M for mature. Or should that be immature? Hey guys, Dustin Wynn. Hey, this is Scott Snyder. This is Paul Dini. And you're listening to Bat Force Radio. And you're listening to Bat Force Radio. You're listening to Bat Force Radio. This is Tom King. I write Batman Bitch. And this is Bat Force Radio. Bad Force Radio, the Batman slash DC podcast with no limits, stack segment for the date of July 25th, 2018. <laughs> you don't even know the date anymore. <laughs> I know. Cheers, DC. Big stack of books. Gramps read Detective Comics this week, Ooh-wee. man. Woo-wee. Oh, damn. Oh, Gramps, what did you think of Detective Comics this week, man? Well, you know, I, I'm, I've been excited since, you know, Brian Hill took over the writing not that James Tinian did a bad job. It's just you know I, I just kind of have been trade waiting for, <laughs> for for you know his art to finish, and then you know hearing Brian talk on Bat Force Radio really got me interested to seeing what all the hype was about, and I love it. I mean, and the thing is, I think each issue it picks up more steam and it's just getting better and better. Um, I think I like it a lot also because. It's a mystery. And then it's got this new character called Karma that actually Batman created, you know, through his encounter with him. And what was the place? Markovia. So it's kind of like, you know, the sins of Batman coming back, you know, to to bite him in the ass. And he's got to figure out who this guy is and also how to beat him because, you know, he's, he's got that mask with the, the tech. I don't know if it's alien tech or what, but that's kind of how they present it, where he can read minds. So that's a, a whole new challenge, and I really like it. I, I think Brian's doing a great job. And also, you got Black Lightning involved as the mentor for Batman's team. That's a character, well, well, I'll be honest, I don't know much about, so it's kind of cool to kind of get introduced to a new character. Uh, if well, uh, if you enjoy them, check out the Black Lightning series on Netflix. It's a really decent. Well, I kind of touched on what Graham said. This feels more of like the the uh, detective side of Batman. Uh, what Tom King's doing on the main name Batman run is great. I love it. But, I mean, this is more of like Batman kind of breaking down everything and being more detective, hence the name Detective Comics, trying to figure out who this guy Karma is. Uh, that's what it felt like to me more, is that it's more of you know, him trying to be more of the you know, the investigator kind of type. Yeah, and I mean, I think that the, you know, the Batman title and the Detective Comics title, has, they've always tried to have that, you know, separation between almost, you know, not the theme, but also kind of the storyline and plot. Yes, they're both in continuity, but at the same time, they show different sides of one character. And um, absolutely, I think Brian's experience with his screenwriting with TV and and whatnot, really sh- really showcases during these issues, and um, yeah, I, th- I mean, I've really been enjoying it. And I'd like to see uh, I'd like to see a lot more. Oh, Plus, yeah. I, he talks about 
you know, he said this, I think, on the podcast, but I've also seen him on Twitter. He's very active on Twitter. He says that, you know, when he writes Batman, he hears Batman in Kevin Conroy's voice. So he's leaning on the animated series as kind of his roadmap. So if you love the animated series, like I I think most Batman fans do, this is going to be right up your alley. And it's, you know, it's working for me, so... Damn, man, got Graham's pulling that fresh comic off the new stack, man. That's big. Because, yeah, oh, I yeah. mean, if, if I'm going to read a fresh comic, it's got to be good. Graham's usually... I, 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 I wait for the trades, and I mean, I, I don't I don't read it for like several months. Graham's usually yeah. lets that motherfucker sit in a barrel for 30 years before he well, cracks it open and people... reads that comic. <laughs> my, my, my stack trades to read is about <laughs> 10 feet tall. Oh, diggity. <laughs> and for any for any new listeners, Grandpa Batman is, aka the Tradler. Tradler. So, he'll wait for the trade to come out, and for him to actually either pick up or read a weekly issue, he knows it's got to be good. See, Gramps waits for them trades to come out, then he lets them sit on the shelf for a little while, and he takes the trade off the shelf. Gives it a little sniff, you know, before well, cracking open that spine. Picks it up, smells a little bit. He lets the trade marinate like he does his ribs and barbecue sauce. <laughs> he he, he has them the Utah on the grill. He has them all lined up at his shop when they come in, and he walks back. <laughs> he walks up and down looking at each one like, hmm. Yeah, with his, with his, arms, with his arms behind his back going, hmm. <laughs> Who is the next one that I shall read? He, he flicks it a little. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he gets them trade. Tra- tra- oh, man. You guys, you guys tease me, but you all started doing it, too. That trade, boy, that trade. <laughs> <laughs> so Detective Comics is good shit. That's good. It, um, is, it is good shit. Uh, I, I mean... Brendan Wood Hill, I think he's on until the end of this year, I believe, right? Until, uh... Tomasi's taking over Detective Comics? That's what's going on? I was going to say, yeah, Tomasi and uh, Mankey. Yeah. Yeah, they're going in. Yeah. Well, I, was, I was curious. I thought originally that he was only taking over for like a six issues or four issues. But, I mean, if he's going all the way till December, I think on uh, San Diego they announced that Tomasi is taking over in December. I'd love to see him through December at least to see, you know, because I'm Can't. like you guys, I'm enjoying the series. Um, They're, they're going to be... We're getting one. We're getting two issues a month, right, Robin? You, you haven't heard of anything changing, right? No, I, I I haven't seen anything change in the schedule, but I I guess I also haven't looked uh, that far ahead. But yeah, I like I like. Ho- them hopefully, like that. I I I like having the books that we do coming out bi-weekly. Yeah, I like having two a month because uh, the more the trades come in quicker for Gramps. You know, he's like that's right. Heard the, <laughs> <laughs> heard the truth. We'll see him. And I and I, and I'll be I'll be the first one that I was worried about the twice a month thing, with trunks like that. Oh fuck! You know you need time to well, no, let it settle in like a month yeah. before you could uh, read the well, next. No, I mean uh, I love to see. I mean shit, I love to see a weekly thing as long as it's better than some of the other weekly titles we've had. But um, oh, let's not go crazy. <laughs> one thing I will admit that I was afraid of when Rebirth was started was this twice a month thing being that you know. They're going to catch up too quickly to the current story to the artist to catch up. You know what I'm saying? Like, but so far, I mean, with Batman, Detective, shit, I mean, even other titles out there like uh, Hal Jordan, Flash, Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman, 
it's all been i mean it sounds like they're months ahead on this one the artist is different than the last two yeah yeah but i mean you won't notice yeah well you know what doesn't come out twice a month maybe twice a year is doomsday <laughs> clock did we finally get a doomsday <laughs> clock issue Shout we did Marvel title how'd it go one. gramps do you read doomsday you like comedian right? I, I flipped through it i saw kind of what happens oh, you, uh, gave the, you gave it a little flip huh yeah you, you guys know about the gramps flipping method man How, you know, <laughs> it's, 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 it's similar to his trade picking method he just gets three pages three more if he ain't interested he, he flips it closed <laughs> I'm just making. This is a cool issue because uh, we get uh, some origin story for Mime and Marionette. Oh, cool! Uh, and uh, it feels like it'll like it'll continue because we just see you know, sort of when they're kids. We don't see them where they get their abilities really. Right. So maybe we'll still see more of that uh, as it goes on. But mm-hmm. yeah, we get flashes through the issue showing. Uh, how they met and you know back when they were kids right origin story stuff and the current time following from where last issue went oh so what yeah oh, i mean cool. no no so it, it, it does not uh, feel like. i'm and marionette are now with joker yeah uh following along with joker you know they're, they're, yeah that at gun from joker's thugs but uh batman is uh chained up in a wheelchair he's still all mm-hmm. fucked up mm. I mean, no, he's all fucked up, like, and comedian is fucking shit up, and I mean, but like what uh, Afro Sun was saying was, it doesn't feel like it's a filler issue at all. Like mm. what Robin said, they 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 touch on the past, but about every two issues they bring you to the current, mm. and they they show you a lot more Joker. Um, like what Robin was saying, they, uh, Joker's got Batman tied up, and you you see the Joker just doesn't give a shit. Right. I mean. <laughs> One he blows man. one of his own guys' heads off. Oh yeah, because he pulls it because Mime and Marinette get the jump on the Joker's goons. Uh, one of the guys gets his gun cut in half and his head cut off. Mime mm. uh, is standing over another one of the other goons. He just poked one of his eyeballs out, and Joker's like, "Let him go!" And then he pulls the trigger and shoots his own goon in the head. He's like, "Oops, how embarrassing!" All right, Jeez. let's go. Fuck you know? hell. <laughs> let's continue on. Mm. All I know is it's going to make a good yeah, trade. Yeah, he said it. Yeah, well, Grant, Grant, you're going to be waiting about three years by the time this thing is done. That's okay. I've got others to read. <laughs> so, uh, so, it was really cool in Doomsday Clock at one point. The Joker's like, I don't know, it almost felt like to me like the Joker and Mime and Marinette are like fucking with each other. Yeah. Like the, the Joker has Mime and Marinette at gunpoint by his goons, and all of a sudden they've flip the script and kill the goons and Joker's like, okay, well, that's cool. Come on, let's go. And it's like, yep, just continue fuck, along. I mean, <laughs> and it was so cool seeing like when the Joker uh, with Batman tied, you know, tied to a chair. Yeah. Uh, leading Mime and Marinette also into like this big meeting spot that uh, the Riddler has got all the, go- all the enemy, oh. you know, all the, uh, all the villains together to form some kind of group. And, um, it was nice to see, you know, the, the Riddler in the um, the old 60s or the old school, you know, one-piece Joker outfit with the mask yeah, on. Yeah, like and, uh, the, 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 the Jim Carrey look. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, it was cool kind of flipping, you know, looking at all the villains and seeing all the different kinds of, you know, you saw Two-Face, saw Scarecrow, Freeze, um, uh, the, the Rogues, uh, uh, Penguin. Yeah. 
the Court of Owls. Yeah. But, I mean, it was just a crazy shit that just fucking happened. The comedian pops in and fucking shoots some guy in the head and then shoots a Riddler in the fucking kneecap. And it's like... Blows oh. his knee off. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love shoots it. one of the uh, shoots one of the Court of the Owls uh, members <laughs> right through the mask. Oh yeah, Jeez. a very uh, a very uh, cool issue. Yeah, I mean, it didn't feel like a filler issue at all to me. Cool. It was a nice little history of Mime and Marionette's relationship, but it stayed flowing with the rest of the story. That Gary Frank art boy can't go wrong. Uh, what's next on the on the grill there, Robin? Uh, maybe next we hit Justice League Dark number one. Justice League Dark number one. Tell me about that. Is Wonder Woman on that team? Yes, sir. Oh, shit. Yes, she is. Uh, so the core team is looking like it's mainly going to be Wonder Woman, Detective Chimp, Man Bat, Swamp Thing, and Zatanna. Oh, I dig that. I mean, I'll, And Man I'll, Bat, I'll... we get a, a balance of him being Kirk Langstrom. Well, sort of. Mostly Kirk Langstrom, but kind of has yeah. a bat head. But yeah. being like uh, you know in a scientist capacity, and then changing <laughs> to Man Bat when when needed. That's so cool because Man Bat's like never used, so yeah, to yeah. find the slot for him is really cool. That's cool. That so what's the reason of this team up, especially with Detective Chimp, who that's kind of an obscure character. Well, this all this all follows the events of Metal and No Justice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, and I, I'll admit, I mean, I started reading it, and I'm not really one for um, a lot of magic and like stuff. Chimps? In my, well, I mean, <laughs> you don't like chimps? <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, it was nice to see an obscure character. I mean, I'm not really into the whole heavy magic and sorcery. I mean, th- this issue, actually, right when I was about to be like, eh, I'm going to skip it, I, I ended up reading the whole fucking thing. I mean... It's really, it's really well played how they how they did it. And the art's really good. Yeah. Um, you know, it deals and with yeah, the we get uh, there. There are a lot of uh, because of the stuff that it's dealing with. You know, uh, it's basically the from the events of No Justice. There were the problems with magic as a result of you know the the trees that had sprouted up on Earth and everything. Mm-hmm. So, because this deals with magic, we get a lot of characters uh, that are getting thrown in here. So, we have Jason Blood, uh, Constantine, Clarion. Uh, Phantom Stranger. Yeah. It basically is um, all the magic users are being are all called from heaven to hell and everyone in between. Trying, they're, you know, they're saying, well, Justice League, they're, they're not part of this. This is a magic problem. The magic's going to fix it. Because of the problem with like what Robin said with the source uh, with no justice with the source wall being breached, um, a lot of the magic users are getting uh, the magic's kind of turning against them. So like as you saw, Zantana went to go pull a rabbit out of, out of the hat, but it was a dead rabbit, and all of a sudden some kind of a monster came out and started attacking people, and one woman stepped in. So one woman who kind of explained to Zantana that she is part. You know, she deals with some magic due to Themyscira and the Greek gods. Kind of is trying to assemble a team to kind of what the... There's like a... There's like a all the magic users are scared of shit because there's some kind of force that's coming through the, for, the source wall that they don't know about. So how does Langstrom get involved? Because he's not magic. There are a <laughs> bunch of bodies uh, that, they, that they're in possession of uh, inside the Hall of Justice. 
down in the basement, they've set up a base for the Justice League Dark to work. And there are all these sort of mutated bodies uh, that they're investigating. And Langstrom is there. Uh, he's the one that's you know, running all the tests on them. Okay. Well, because yeah, because he's and, trying and to say it's that just sort of by default that yeah. you know the, these bodies uh, that are you know mutated apparently because of well, there, there's something that all, all of these enemies keep saying that uh, uh, what is it saying the other. Are they saying the other is coming? What were they uh, referring yeah, to? Yeah, yeah. I, I believe that's what it's I can't called. remember if that was the word. So these bodies, while they're uh, while they're investigating, they're they're all on slabs. They just reanimate and uh, start attacking. So then it becomes a necessity to fight. And Wonder Woman tells uh, tells Kirk that she's going to need him to become a little more threatening. So he injects himself and becomes the full on man bat again. Mm. Okay. Yeah, because one one woman brought him on just to be the scientific mind, you know, to autopsy the bodies and see what's going on. And then, and then he refused to leave. <laughs> yeah, he just, yeah, I'm not going to leave this place. This, this fucking badass. And it's beyond science. Like Robin said, these bodies that they were <clears throat> doing autopsy on awaken. You know, one woman says, hey, I need to become more fierce. And he takes some of the old Langstrom serum and shoots himself in the neck and he becomes more of the man that we all that we all know. Then we get a we get a nice scene with Swamp Thing and Zatanna. Uh, so in the beginning of the issue, the part we were talking about there, Wonder Woman is asking Zatanna to join this this new team that she's putting together and Zatanna refuses. So fast forward to later in the issue, we have Zatanna meets up with Swamp Thing at the Tree of Magic. Uh, from No Justice. And they speak, uh, Swamp Thing tells her that the, the tree wants to speak to her. And she ends up getting a, a vision of her father telling her that, you know, this is what I was afraid was going to eventually come. And she sees all these visions and uh, that sort of changes her mind, makes her think, okay, this, this, is, a, this is a bigger problem than we thought we can't handle this ourselves. So she and Swamp Thing show up at the Hall of Justice while they were, while uh, Wonder Woman, Man Bat, and Detective Chimp were trying to fight off these monsters. So that's, that's basically uh, what we get in issue one is sort of the accidental creation of the team. It yes, is sir. ongoing, yep. Oh, shit. And this is uh, James Tynan. Two Tynanus. Two Tynanus. Uh, done on Detective. It's a very interesting team of having Wonder Woman, who's a warrior, Man Bad, who's a scientist, Detective Chimp, who's Detective, and you got Zantana and uh, Swamp Thing. Mm. Well, well, F- and you've yeah. also got that Capullo variant cover, too. Oh shit! Ooh, damn, I forgot about that. So Tinian's, you know, he loves to put together these obscure teams for, you know, their unique abilities to work together. That's pretty creative, actually. Well, Hmm. and um, at C two E two one time, I was talking to Tinian, and he said that um, he likes to, he wants to be, he wants to have a team that's kind of like his X Men. That's what he tried doing with Detective. And gotcha. now that yeah. he's not on anymore, you know, he wants to deal with obscure characters that we don't, you know, we don't read about a lot. Kind of like Swamp Thing, Detective Chim, Zatanna, because 
Shit, one of time they made one of them had a solo series. It's like the old Justice League Dark, except they don't have Entrican and uh, Constantine, right? That's what, and Dead Man. I think they swapped those three out. So yeah, yeah. I uh, mean, they, Dead, they, Dead Man. They, Dead Man is in there. Dead Man's yeah. at the the meeting that Jason Blood is running. So he'll be so, in there uh, at some he, point. He is figuring into and the story. Da, uh, yeah, sure. Constantine was as well. So good shit. What's so, next on the grill? Oh fuck! Burn my hand. Sorry. Uh, something that really surprised me. Uh, it's sort of a nice <laughs> little segue there, your little joke there. Uh, so there's uh, an 80-page book out this week. Uh, it's a $10 cover price book, so it's a it's a bit of a hard sell. Uh, but it's called uh, DC's Beach Blanket Bad Guys Summer Special. And it has <laughs> this really light-hearted-looking uh, Amanda Connor cover. That you know, didn't it didn't grab my interest at all. But I no. thought, well, I'm I'm not going to judge a book by its cover. I'm going to flip this open and just uh, just see what it's about. And the very first page, oh, fuck. holy fucking biscuits! This book starts off with so basically it's it's a collection of I think eight short stories all about villains. The very first one is a story written by Libermeo. And the art is by Francesco Mattina. And this is a Joker Bizarro story. Fucking <laughs> Christ. It, it, if you don't know Mattina's work, he's been doing a lot of variant covers lately. So you've seen him doing uh, variants for like Flash and uh, Metal, lots, lots of different things. So you've seen his work, even if you don't know it. He does this version of Joker. So Joker's wearing like his, his traditional purple coat. Uh, but no shirt on underneath it. And he has a, an upside down bat symbol painted in blood on his chest. And he's wearing a green bat cowl that's all fucked up. And he has one of his thugs dressed as Robin. And yeah, it's basically uh, a story of Joker wants to take out Bizarro because Bizarro could potentially kill more people than him. Now, don't do what I don't do what I did. Um, I totally skipped past this issue. And I was talking to Robin about it, and, Rob, and when Robin told me about, you know, he mentioned about the Bermejo Matina, and I'm like, well, the, the cover looks like shit. Don't judge a book by, by its cover. I mean, this... <laughs> no punches. <laughs> this, that first story alone, I mean, that's the only story that I read out of the book. I skipped through the rest of it, but I mean, holy fuck. Put this guy on a fucking title. This guy needs to be on the DC Black label. Matina, did yeah. that say his name right? Yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, I definitely want him on some ongoing. Holy shit! I mean, I mean the, the way that he drew Joker. I mean everything. I mean the, his paneling, Joker. Well, Scott, those uh, those metal variants that you bought, the Batman Who Laughs variants, where he's oh, yeah. fish hooking the one Robin. Th those are Matina variants. So yeah, we uh, everyone knows his work. Well, and like um, <clears throat> with the um. I think since what Flash War started, he started doing the variants for uh, the Virgin variant for Flash. Yeah, when uh, when Finch's variants uh, ended, uh, Matina took over. I mean, holy shit! Uh, in in addition to this Bermeo and Matina story, there's uh, a Mister Freeze story uh, written by Paul Dini uh, okay. and uh, I'm sold. art by John. Yeah, and art by uh, John Paul Leon. Uh, who else is in here? There's the Deathstroke story. There's a Cheetah story. We have an Owlman story. So yeah, there's all kinds of good stuff in here. Just uh, yeah, don't don't judge it by the cover and and sleep on this one. It's definitely worth worth picking up. 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's even by artists that um, you might not really know. Was it there's um, shit? Where's the Wonder Woman story? I'm trying to flip through the stack here. I mean, the Wonder Woman story has uh, Cheetah in it, and it's um, I didn't recognize the artist's name, but yeah, I mean, it's a overall, it's a it's a good issue, I guess. The second page of the Bromeo Matina story, there's the the shot of Joker with the bat cowl on. That could be the cover for any fucking book. Oh, yeah. You know, you do just rip the front cover off and you set, right? <laughs> for, for real? <laughs> I would have never have thought to check that book out for something that good. It should make yeah, no I, sense. I almost didn't, and uh, I felt uh, I felt ashamed <laughs> after I did check it. I don't think, no, I, I almost skipped by this. Well, I mean, that, that, that's how I felt. I mean, when Robin said, hey, the first story for Mayhem Matina, that's all I got to say. Sheesh. Like, all right, cool. <clears throat> I read that today. I'm like, holy shit. I would have. This is a <clears throat> Judge Biden cover. You would walk right by it. Fucking hell. You would think there'd be some stu- some sort of stupid little Harleen Joker on a fucking beach or <sighs> some shit like that. But I mean. <laughs> just like yeah, we're 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 gonna have to order more copies of this book for the shop because I'm gonna I'm gonna be showing the first story to everyone that walks in. It sounds like you know, kind of a cool thing that DC's doing with this one, where they're allowing different creators to take on different characters, just do like a real quick short story, and you know, kind of flex their muscles a little bit. Yeah, and and if you first if you read that, oh, there's a there's a Lieber Mayo story in this book. But he's not doing the art. Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> but Francesco Mattina's doing the art. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Fucking DC got the fucking good the big dogs on payroll, man. Flex them out here and there. Uh, what we got next on that grill for the stack? Action Camix 1001. Uh, <laughs> Cam- so the, the, first, the first real issue of Bendis' run on on action comics mm. <clears throat> how to go uh, so uh really enjoyable issue uh bendis pat yep. gleason alejandro sanchez yeah it's a a, a good looking issue and the story's solid as well uh, for anyone that read uh uh bendis uh, man of steel miniseries that just ended this continues that ended sort of introducing two separate stories and this is mainly following one of those two stories which is sort of what i was hoping was going to happen because he's taking over action and superman so i was hoping that one ish one book would follow the story that's happening in, in metropolis and the other one would follow uh the national lampoon's kryptonian vacation where Lois, <laughs> Jonathan, and uh, Jor-El have gone trekking across the universe. So it looks like action will mainly follow uh, the stuff going on in Krypton. Mm-hmm. Or not on Krypton, in uh, Metropolis. Hmm. Well, people um, have faith in Bendis for uh, handling Superman. So Does he have an upcoming Batman story as well? Did I hear that somewhere? Uh, he's, he's doing some stuff in those monthly walmart exclusive book right yeah that's kind of interesting i gotta look into that track them down to see if it's worth it i think uh yeah. yeah from uh from everything i hear they're selling out at walmart locations and hopefully what what i think is the plan what is their their hope is that putting 
uh, an exclusive book into Walmart locations is going to get the books in the hands of readers who don't don't currently go into comic shops. You know, maybe picking up these these books while they're already in Walmart might lead to them venturing into comic shops to well, to pick up some some of the weeklies. You know, and, and it's smart too, um, because not every town, not every city, well, most cities do, but not every small town has, you know, a comic shop, but mm-hmm. they'll have a Walmart. Exactly. I'll be honest, I haven't I haven't been able to find any. I don't know where they, you know, display them in the store. I haven't seen one yet. And neither have I. Yeah, from from what I from what I've heard from people that were looking for them is that they were they were selling out within the first couple of days. Damn, mm. a copy of the Superman in at a at a comic shop. Fuck, man, they were selling it for like fourteen ninety nine. Fuck, Trunks is like fuck that. Fuck you! How much are they? How much, Robin? How much are they at Walmart? Uh, I don't know. Let's have a look. I know. Uh, Grumps, Grumps posted a picture of his copies, so I'm gonna jump over to his post there. Let's Pe- see where these are. See if I can see a cover price. Uh, they are four ninety nine, but they're hundred page bastards. Hundred page bastards, huh? Hmm. Yeah, nice, nice bastards. Hell, man, it's kind of smart. I think we talked about this earlier about it's a good move to put them up in Walmart because, I mean, I have been hearing rumors about a lot of comic shops closing and it's hard to get the books out there. That that might be one of the better moves. I mean, everybody goes to fucking Walmart, right? Might be seeing more of that. But the thing is, everybody has to have toilet paper, so. Yeah, (laughs) toilet paper, beef jerky, and some uh, new underwear, you know? Fucking. Like Grant was saying, I mean, where do you even find these issues? Mm, toy section? I don't know. Like, well, a- I mean, they have a book section, but I haven't seen them there. You know, next to the magazines, yeah. they yeah. at some of the WalMarts by me, they have kind of a novelty section with where they have like all the baseball cards and little novelties. Baseball cards? They still make? Yeah, them. they they got baseball, football cards, and <laughs> and you know, what the fuck still stuff buys, like that. Who still buys that shit? Baseball and dude. football cards, dude. And, and uh, actually, there, there's a there's a big resurgence in that stuff. Uh, is there really? They really the uh, same people that buy yeah. Pokemon cards. They still know? do those too, because because no. they, they used to go. I know, like baseball cards went extinct, like basketball that shit for yeah, a while. Yeah, they, they've uh, they've really uh, revamped how all that stuff goes. There's a there's a big market for it uh, again. Uh, they they've started doing things like you can get. Uh, a lot of packs will have signed cards, or you'll get cards that have, like a uh, a card will have like a, a piece of uh, a game worn jersey on it. Yeah. And like unless it's like, from Eli Manning. Rare auto ones. Eli Manning. Uh, <laughs> I just fake shit out there. I, I don't follow sports, so uh, you, sports. I'm, I'm lost on that. <laughs> he um, just he was involved in a lawsuit putting out fake merch. Uh, fake. Fake game worn merch. It's, it's almost game. like that asshole that was selling those fake Kevin Conroy signatures. We got to follow up on that guy. Actually, every he likes to resurface <laughs> whenever he thinks the dust is settling. Like Dylan, oh, that, that Dylan. piece of shit motherfucker <laughs> selling fake Kevin Conroy signatures. Not only yeah, that, that, but is like, that the same kid that had the the fake Instagram page yeah. that he would post? Uh, as like, pretending like he was coming to say, oh, here, here's my buddy's uh, music video. 
Yeah, I really like the way this guy then, sings. Check oh, him out. Oh. This guy's like and in then, a Christian uh, rock it, it band selling. Uh, it, it would get back to Kevin, and Kevin would tweet, uh, you know, just so everyone knows, I'm not on Instagram. Whoever is there acting as me, it, it, it's fake. It's not Dude, me. Dude, this kid was selling. And then the guy would change his bio to say, not, yeah. not the real Kevin Conroy page. <laughs> That's selling, not what you said yesterday, motherfucker. You selling them signatures, fake signatures for like three hundred bucks a pop or more, man? It's crazy. Hey, man, that's, re- recording isn't you, cheap. You go man, to a con, you go to a con. Kevin will sign your shit and take a picture with you for like forty dollars. <laughs> yeah, got what's left on the grill. That that one almost looks looks done right there. What do you got, Robin? Uh, I don't know if uh, Trunks has read this or not, but. Uh, Teen Titans, what number is this? Teen Titans number 20. 20. So this is uh, with the new team that uh, Damien has put together with uh, Kid Flash. Uh, they're sort of rebelling against the adults. Uh, going back to the Teen Titans special where Damien uh, decided to put this new team together, uh, Damien has gone back to his roots and is going all Keely McGee. And... Mm. Uh, yeah, it's uh, things are getting dark now. Mm. So the new team is Damien, uh, Wallace, and uh, Damien's pulled in uh, Red Arrow. I think uh, hmm. she's going by uh, hmm. Lobo's daughter. I believe her name is Crush. Uh, oh. Is it Jeannie? Is her name? Let me. Uh, uh, yes, Jin. That's her name. Jin. E J I N N. She's an actual genie huh. that uh, Damien tracks down. Hmm. So yeah, it's a, a pretty cool team. It's uh, most of the people on the team are pretty violent. Uh, and Does it, Damien it, it, say "fuck Batman"? <laughs> he, he may in an upcoming issue. We'll see. Yeah. But right. that's that's basically the attitude <laughs> of of him and Kid Flash. Uh, they're both tired of the way that uh, the league members are are doing things. You know the 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 other flashes and and everyone else thinking that they're they're ineffectual you know they're taking on the the Jason Todd and Punisher stance of the traditional heroes methods being ineffectual you know they're they're half measures you know where they knock the criminals down and they just get back up so uh, in in that Titan special that introduced the idea of the team being uh, recreated damien takes out like half a dozen of black masks men mm. and possibly black mask and black black mask himself oh, uh shit. it was uh, left kind of uh, ambiguous there but yeah damien left a room full of dead guys damn bro this is why damien and jason todd would make a good team sounds like a bloody issue them teen titans everything with teen yeah, titans uh, teen titans uh, number 20 oh, uh, i I don't know too much about this guy, but uh, Adam Glass is writing the series, and Bernard Chang doing the art on this, so it's a, it's a great looking issue too. Teen Titans, Teen Titans, really popular these days, especially with the upcoming series. So it might be a book to keep a lookout for. And I, I ain't pronouncing his name correctly anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, we we've asked you multiple times, multiple fucker. Oh. <laughs> Fuck you man. gotta talk DC Comics. Well, you know what, motherfucker? Put that, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Yep. I'm gonna, talk, I'm gonna talk to Back Force Radio. You know what I'm saying? You heard? <laughs> this fucking this cocksucker. This yeah, cocksucker. Doesn't want to come on the show. He says you gotta talk to fucking DC. <laughs>
Yeah, he tells me all the time, Joe Rogan. He goes, you gotta talk to DC. How many? I tell him how many fucking times you want me to ask DC. Joe Rogan, I told him, come on the fucking show. He says, go talk to DC. This fucking cocksucker, Joe Rogan. That's the perfect thing. You gotta say Joe Rogan at the end of every sentence. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna tell you, Joe Rogan. <laughs> hey, Gotham Dwellers. Make sure to stop everything right now and subscribe to Bat Force Radio. We can be found on iTunes and SoundCloud. Don't miss out. Guaranteed to satisfy all of your Batman and DC needs.